quick service announcement. Make sure y'all go out there and vote. All right? Every vote matters and every vote counts. So what's up, my peoples, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Motorsports. I am your host, The Big Ticket, here to talk to you about all things motorsports and motorsports-related content. There are two versions of the show. There is an audio version. You can catch it on any streaming platform that you do listen to. I just found out that I am now available on Google Podcasts. Or you can uh, head over to the video version on YouTube.com. Uh, that's YouTube.com slash Tyree Waldron. That's T-A-R-I-G-W-A-L-D-R-O-N. Uh, if you want to check out the uh, the video version, I would definitely recommend it. That's where you get to see my pretty face, get to see my funny moments, get to see my silly mistakes, whatever. Um, and possibly laugh along with me. You never know. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to hit me up on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheBigTicket07 or Instagram at Tyreek Waldron. Same spelling. Um, now moving on to the show. Heading into the MotoGP, we have Fabio Quartararo, someone who at this at the point in this right here that I'm talking about was the uh, leader in the overall championship um, points. There you go, in the overall championship points, he in let's see in uh, practice in the third free practice session, he had a big crash that ended up hurting his right hip. Um, it was just a slight bruise. He was uh, breaking into, I think, turn 13 or turn 14, um, and there he lost control and basically high-sided and slammed right down on the ground and um, went a good ways before actually stopping. This damn cat is... Anyway, <laughs> yes, I have a cat. It's, they're, they're very intuitive. I forgot to close the door. Um... He lost control, breaking into a turn, and he slid a good ways before he actually stopped. Now, like I said, he comes away with a bruised hip. That's nothing serious. Uh, well, that's what they say. It's nothing serious. His manager said that Quartararo should be up to speed and ready to go after a few warm-up laps. Uh, I will be talking about the actual Aragon GP, the first round. So we'll see how he actually did based off what they were saying here. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what the fuck I just did, head over to the YouTube version at uh, youtube.com slash Tyree Waldron. You could actually see, you know what I'm saying, the visuals and shit. I totally recommend actually checking out the stuff on YouTube. And if you actually can't, you know, sit there and listen and, and actually watch the show, you can listen on Apple Podcasts. And then that's when you would listen, you know? Um, oh, he also had another crash in the opening practice on Friday and had apparently a bruise on his left hip so he seemingly is running through a whole lot of issues and hopefully uh, everything is going to be able to uh, come back for him but like i said we know how well i know how that go <laughs> um another thing valentino rossi tested positive for covid 19 he did miss the aragon gp the first round and honestly he will probably miss the second round uh, simply because of the fact you know, you need uh, them, them 14 to 21 days of isolation. And then from there, you need further testing. Uh, I'm not really sure what his uh, what his condition is right now. Obviously, a lot of people don't know what his condition is. If you jump on my table, if you jump on my table, I will fight you. Don't do it. <laughs> my cat trying to jump on the table. Um, But... He missed. He will be missed. He well. He did miss the Aragon GP. Uh, he had went back home to his family in Italy. Um, Italy, as we know, was hit hard by COVID, and uh, let go of the cord. 
What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, he was hit hard. Uh, Italy was hit hard by COVID, and you know, after he went back with his family, he said he wasn't feeling the greatest. I think he had a slight fever or something of that nature, and then he underwent some tests, and that came back. Stop it. <laughs> and that came back uh, positive for COVID nine. Now, he has become the first MotoGP rider to actually uh, test positive for COVID. Um, there's the Moto2 rider, George Martin or Jorge Martin, however you say his name. I am not their father. I am not their parent. He also tested positive for COVID-19 a while back, and he had to miss, I think, Masano and uh, whatever else was around that time. Um... Now, Rossi says he will be following, you know, all his medical uh, advice and hopes that he will feel well soon. And I'm sure he'll be monitored closely by medical staff simply because he's Rossi and he's like 41, 42 years old, something like that. Um, I mean, hope. I mean, that's pretty young. But, uh, you know, just uh, heightened conditions I need to be paid attention to. And it's OK. I, I, I really hope he'll be OK. Uh, so get well soon. And, you know, definitely cannot wait for your return to the GOAT, Rossi. Get well. That's just my bag. I don't know if he listens. <laughs> anyway, um, now, going to the Aragon GP, the first round. Okay, we see... I don't know what we see. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. We see Alex... We see Alex Marquez really showcasing that he can hold up to that Marquez name. Obviously, he's done that in Moto2. You know, he's the Moto2 fucking world champion. But now he's stepping into that MotoGP world. I don't want to say it's completely different, but it's kind of different. So he's stepping into that MotoGP world. And my boy, oh boy, oh boy. I can't wait to talk about this shit. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, Fabio Quartararo, he was in pole. He was in the pole position. He did finish off from the qualifyings with uh, the best time simple okay cool and with that people expected him to perform on the actual race day now fabio at the start suffered uh in the first few laps um shit right at the start of the race he ended up running wide and running off track uh he fought back on and i think he came back in third uh with that uh with vinales in first um that didn't last long. I promise you that didn't last long. He quickly lost all, just lost places after place after place after place. Um, but the Suzuki boys, ooh, their chase down and their race pace is by far the most immaculate. That's facts. I don't care what anyone says. That's straight up facts. Their race pace has shown that they are not only some of the greatest, but can perform and be the best on the field damn near on the field, on the track, damn near every single time. The reason I say that is because these guys start off in like sixth, seventh, or they might start off in like eighth, tenth place and work their way up to second before even halfway through the race. Their race pace is immaculate. And I and I know that they're gonna be able to use that later on. And I feel you know Murr is gonna be he, he's gonna secure the bag. He's gonna secure that that world champion title. I'm just putting that out there. Mur, make it come true. You know, got to speak it into existence. Them Suzuki boys, man. I want to see them succeed. But continuing back to the race. Vinales was leading. Um, then Alex Renz was pouncing and covering wild ground on Vinales. And he actually did and ended up passing him. 
Okay, uh, Alex Marcus was also making moves and he overtook everyone. I believe he started in 12th or something like that, or 13th place, and was just overtaking and over just doing everything that he had to do and showcasing that he is holding up to that Marquez name, which was fucking like it's, it's immaculate to see someone talented like that, you know. In the last episode, I did speak about the fact that he. I said I'm not exactly sure how he would be when guys were able to showcase their full potential on an actual dry track that they could just focus on just racing and have the proper tires necessary, that they're comfortable racing on soft tires that are just um, able to, to, to deal with the output. They were fine. It, track temperatures were around the 80 degree range that's really not a problem but he did start off on i believe medium tires most other guys start off on the soft so late race he his grip is going to hold up a little bit more than theirs um but that's besides the point uh making moves marquez starts closing the distance he made his way all the way up to fourth okay um at that time john johan Mur is in third um marquez passes Vinales, who had since fallen into fourth. Vinales was in first place, got passed by Rins. Then he got passed by Mur. I believe he had a little slip-up that allowed that to happen in the first place, but passed altogether. And he is now in third place. And Marquez creeping his way up and deleting any chance Vinales has to create some type of distance and closes in, overtakes him, no problem. All right, 10 laps to go. And it's Suzuki, Suzuki, and LCR Honda. Boom, boom, boom. One, two, three. Marquez is attacking and showcasing his skills. Like I'm trying to say, his skills. I know I said the competitive edge is gone, but this boy is showcasing that he is here for the big bucks. He's here for that big bang. And I feel like so if, if he was here, if he was probably here for like, if he was in MotoGP for a long period of time, like if he was in MotoGP at the start of the season, at the start of this actual, yeah, season, that's correct. <laughs> At the start of the season, he most definitely would actually probably be in contention for champ for world champion. Um, simply because I feel coming out of Moto2, knowing what it means to be a champion, knowing how, how to push to be a champion as well, is also an effective driving force behind you like you know exactly what you have to do you know how much you have to put down obviously these this is moto gp now it's a different level of uh i don't want to say power but yeah power different bike different style of bike different style of racing but still racing all together you know what it takes um that's why like uh if you compare it to football or basketball you see nba teams that built this 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 team and it may they may not have succeeded this year but they're not trading nobody away because they know they're gonna continue to go far again next year. Or they might have won, uh, they might have won a championship, and you now you're gonna see them if they don't trade or anything like that, and everybody stays healthy. You're gonna probably see them go that far again because they know what it means to be a champion. They know what it means to get to that fucking level again. Um, where was I? Hold on, let me check my notes. Okay, boom. So, Marquez in third. Rins is in first. Rins was putting down everything he can to defend. Um, honestly, Marquez had ended up getting up into second place and cutting through Johan Murr, who is now in third. And he was trying to 
pounce on Alex Rins, but Rins was able to hold off. Uh, Marquez had a little mistake, I believe a little breaking mistake where he might have braked a little too hard because he was going super aggressive into those turns, trying to uh, actually pass Rins in the final few laps. But he couldn't pull away with it. But this is now his second podium. He's now consecutive from his debut to his whatever secondary debut, whatever you want to call it. He is now double podium in his first two races. Fucking immaculate. Props to Marquez. Johan Merck comes in second. Um, and that ends up making him the number one spot on the fine on the world championship uh point grid. Um He's now number one. Quartararo has now dropped into two. And uh, Fabio, who was first, uh, Quartararo, if you do Fabio Quartararo, uh, who was first in the actual points, uh, was 18th in this race, which ended up dropping him down to now second overall. That was a good fucking race. That was a good race. Props to Marquez. That's something that I want to see him continue to do. And I know that if he was here at the beginning for next season, I know for next season he's going to be able to pull off some 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 crazy shit. He's about to be just as dominant as his brother was, or as his brother is, because his brother's just out with an injury or something like that right now. So I mean, when they come back, I would love to see them two brothers battling. That would be by far one some 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 great action to see, and definitely some um some insightful racing and honestly i'm listening to like uh like broadcasts or something like that the broadcasters uh and the media people talking that's would be hilarious not hilarious but that would be like some groundbreaking hype like oh marquez and marquez like you can't really decide you know alex mark alex mark alex mark oh they bump you know what I'm saying? it would probably be so fucking exciting to listen to that commentary go on commentators that's what they call it not broadcasters <laughs> Moving over to the IMSA, we're stepping away from the motorcycles because, well, not, we're not really stepping away from it because we're going to end up coming back to it later. But IMSA, talking about the, what am I talking about? <laughs> IMSA, talking about the um, Road Atlanta, Michelin Road Atlanta, okay? I'm just going to, I'm not going to recap that entire race because that was 10 hours long. I'm not doing that. Um, honestly, I didn't really watch it. <laughs> I watched a little bit, um, and I selected specific clips and specific stuff to watch and get the actual details that I was looking for. Um, just going for all-out auto racing. Um, they 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 actually fulfilled with their debut in IMSA in Road Atlanta, their local. I want to say track that is kind of their local track because that is where they, they're housed all out auto is housed in georgia um of course their sponsors were, helped them out a lot to actually fund and actually get them into the uh into the race and honestly they were doing fairly well in my opinion they were showcasing that they got the balls and that these 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 drivers have the necessary skill to be in this competition now they were running in like the top 10 and Gino Manley had some contact with another car and that broke a shock now he had to pit other car came out this was a 10-hour race or whatever they fixed up the car and was able to end up finishing in a position but not other car came out either way <laughs> they were I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about they were in a very good spot showcasing 
that they had great skill and that they can perform the way that they need to to actually be uh, in contention for something and ended up having a little issue a little contact that fucked up something in, in the car now that's bad obviously they probably didn't they didn't finish in the position that they wanted but decent talent was showcased out there and proud of those guys um i don't know them obviously but this is their real real racing debut and i can see them going a long way based off of it you know saying driving in the top 10 in the imsa gts come on now that's that's pretty talented if i had to say um i might do a full dedicated uh race recap video so subscribe to my youtube channel uh there you can actually see this other type uh, other style of content that i'm uh finna add on i'm actually i'm also going to talk about that later so stick around um supercars australia the 1000 or the bathurst 1000 whatever the hell it's called the grid is set i'm not sure if the race actually happened i wasn't paying attention <laughs> um but they are looking to the future with supercars now on one of the previous episodes i did talk about electric cars altogether, but now we have this stuff going electric the supercars going electric this is the oh the bathurst 1000 is like the final round of the supercar shit anyway so just throwing that out there um holden is discontinuing its cars i believe or is discontinuing its something gm is discontinuing holden or something like that and the chevy camaro is now in place uh to replace holden um but that's not what i'm talking about anyway generation 3 or gen 3 cars have battery packs now or at least they have space for it um new cars obviously they will be continued to be powered by v8 engines um now what they're trying to do is move to a modern cost-effective uh v8 engine uh, that is going to be well like i just said modern and cheap um rather than the traditional push rod ones that they have now they're trying to move into something that's way more uh that's I don't want to say simple because it might be actually more complex, honestly. But they're trying to move away from the old V8s that they have now. Um, but the chassis for the Gen 3 is going to be hybrid ready. Okay, what that means is there is a um, a space, a cavity left for battery packs uh, that you know introduces that 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 houses that hybrid system, that houses that hybrid mechanism. Okay, um, now. They have yet to form an official policy on, you know, the actual hybrid system. They're trying to figure out what the usage of it is actually going to be. So there, there were some ideas thrown in the wind. Like uh, when you're in the pits, you would switch to the battery power and end up using that um, in the pit lanes. Or what you would also do is like a push to pass type thing. So you would initiate the system and that would add like maybe another 10 horsepower or 15 horsepower, whatever. Um, and that would allow you to pass opponents. Obviously, other opponents would have the same thing, so it's not like it's, un it's gonna be unfair. Um, that's just where their heads are at for the moment. Um, now, these decisions, I feel as though they're a little bit late with this hybrid movement, especially for the supercar style of stuff. You know, these things have already been established. These things have already moved to like different econ, style stuff obviously now this stuff is trying to be made into more performance oriented 
but they're a little late to the game. They're a little late to the ball game. Um, but by now, they I feel that they they should have either already had these hybrid systems in place or should have been going full high full uh full electric by now i don't think that they would ever go full electric these are supercars um and mainly american style supercars so we're expecting muscle cars v8 engines we're expecting loud roars and we're expecting deafening sound we're not expecting wines that's not what we here for um I think they should just stick with the fucking V8. Obviously, yes, you can upgrade the V8 and whatnot and do whatever. Um, I guess you can implement the battery pack and create an, a policy for it and all that stuff. But nobody's really going to give a shit. Uh, <laughs> that's probably not going to be used until maybe five years down the line when it actually becomes a, a, a regulated thing. Right now, I don't see that happening. I think they're trying to do this by 2023 or 2022, something like that. Eh. I don't think it's gonna really matter uh the fans opinions on this i am a fan so that was my opinion other fans i'm almost certain they don't like it either um some people have expressed their their ideals to me on um twitter and stuff like that 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 they, they've talked about uh they should have just stuck with different stuff you know what i'm saying having conversations in, in the threads and all that stuff they should have just stuck with different things uh or they should just stuck with what they have rather than trying to do this hybrid bullshit uh to quote some people <laughs> eh. um sticking with this hybrid stuff though wrc is introduced no not wrc jesus fia is introducing hybrid systems in their rally two cars but there's a big difference from what supercars are doing and what the wrc is doing here's why these are for the Rally 2 cars, right? The FIA has already done, has already had, already have stuff in place for the Rally 1. The Rally 1 cars that are just full performance built electric systems. But for Rally 2, what they're doing is implementing common road car stuff that you'll find in regular cars that, that you buy. Like, uh, I don't really know any hybrid cars. I drive a car from fucking... 2000 but not 2003 that's my main but um damn i really can't think of no fucking hybrid cars right now like a toyota or something um they're trying to use or they're not trying they're going to implement by what looks like let me just see where i got it at 2023 they're trying to implement new hybrid systems into the rally two cars but it's not going to be performance kitted. It's going to be stuff that you will find in regular road cars that normal people drive. That's the difference between FIA, WRC, and supercars. Supercars is trying to do something that they should have done a long time ago. While WRC is not only doing hybrid, so they have certain goals like reduce emissions. Um, what are the other ones? <laughs> Uh, cost management and of course like every other company they're trying to show go for a greener future um, but this is way different because it's trying to bring regular road car technology into the motorsports world which to me is some of the most that's how racing started racing started with regular ass road cars 
or well, I should say racing started when the second car was built, okay? It's just that competitive edge of, yo, I'm better than you. <laughs> All right, now this right here is literally something that a common person can have. That's why I feel the connection is way better than what Supercars is doing. Because Supercars, that's going to be, you know, fully implemented. Rally 1 is going to be going into this full um, performance-built systems. And, but the thing is, Rally 1 is a different type of competition. Or Rally in general is a different type of competition from Supercars. From Supercars, you expect that loud roar. You expect all that shit. Rallying, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Rallying has that, has that var variability that they can utilize. And... I think this version of hybrid systems and stuff like that for the, that the FIA is implementing 2023. I check my notes. That's quality. That's good. That's a good direction that they're going in. Supercars, eh? Fuck yeah, niggas. <laughs> anyway, um, but sticking with this electric shit though, for real, a lot of a lot of companies are doing new kind of innovative stuff. Okay, talking about the new car, the GMC Hummer EV is being revealed. It's showcasing the all new, all electric, zero emissions GMC Hummer EV on 10 2020 on October 20th, 2020. Um, I will actually be doing a full, uh, I guess, reaction video, I guess. Um, to this on my YouTube channel uh, for the actual showcase and we'll be putting that up on there So go check that channel out and subscribe and if you have any if you want to have any like type of conversation about the new electric cars that are coming out obviously who the fuck cares about Hummers anymore, but <laughs> It's gonna be crazy man seeing you know an iconic vehicle like that go electric that's something that you gotta watch uh, hopefully it is you know going to be exactly what I expect of you know still gonna have that same not body but it's gonna have a revolution a revolutionized chassis but still paying homage to the original Hummers hopefully it's not like a small ass h3 which honestly I don't think a lot of people liked more like the h2 that was a better version um and another thing the brand new Escalade this, I don't really know if this is advertising for the Escalade or whatnot, but I'm, I'm not really sure if this is hybrid. I guess not really, but they're, they have these innovative, okay, air quotes, new dynamic fuel management systems that varies the amount of active cylinders, okay? Um, they say it helps with optimizing performance and efficiency. So basically, this system can... The, the car itself runs on a V8, okay? This system right here could basically turn that V8 into a V2, <laughs> okay? Uh, it can change those types of things based on the conditions of the road, how the driving is done, what type of driving is done, those type of situations. Um, and it also features some other new innovative components like some some wrap, some curved wraparound LED display or whatever. I'll insert a clip, something, something. I had seen the ad on Twitter. Damn, my bad. My bad. I had seen the ad on Twitter, and I just, it looked over shit. I love Escalades. Um, I, I'm a Ford Expedition guy, though, because that's what I drive. Um, and I also want to get the newer version. So, you know, duh. Uh, I am a fan of Ford, but caddy, <laughs> that shit looked good. Uh, now we're moving to Moto America. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Just want to take a quick look at it. Not going to really recap 
all the goddamn races because we don't have that type of time. Uh, technically, I do. Eh, nah, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> I just want to talk about Cam Peterson. Um, Cam Peterson has won his first Moto America Stock 1000 Championship at Indianapolis Motor Speedway because he has been dominating this entire season. He has been winning countlessly. Okay, this is his seventh win in a row. Seventh win in a row. Consecutive. One right after the mug. One right after the other. That's what he's been doing, and he's been showcasing that he is going to continue to dominate. But he had a penalty for exceeding track limits, which actually put him in second. But that's first, bro. He's first. They just trying to stop my man, but he first. And either way, he's still first in the overall standings and the point standings, all that stuff. So first place. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Kyle Wyman was trying to chase him down in the final uh, turns. That didn't come out well because Kyle Wyman didn't catch him. But Wyman has been elected this win, but I still put it as Cam seventh. Um, now, Cam continues to dominate. I think the only time he had a really bad stint was at Road Atlanta uh, with Moto America where he placed poorly. But with what he's doing now, he's showcasing that you always need to keep your head up and you always need to keep moving forward. That reminds me of the fucking cartoon. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, clip. <laughs> I'll probably insert one. I might not. I might. I might not. I don't know. Depends on how I feel in editing style, editing life, whatever. But... Another thing, moving away from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I just want to talk about the drag specialties, King of the Baggers. That's coming whenever the hell they get into Monterey or uh, Laguna Seca. I think Laguna Seca is in Monterey. Man, whenever the next, <laughs> whenever the next thing is, this is like the, the season finale um, and it's going to have King of the Baggers sponsored or hosted or presented by drag specialty now the trask performance entry oh my goodness trask the only reason that i talk about the trask performance entry uh if you want to actually see the uh clip of what they're they actually plan on entering head on over to my instagram at tyreek waldron there you'll find the actual clip it's uh it'll be on a, like an igtv video they only reason i know them is simply because of the fact I watch other content. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I watch other stuff on YouTube rather than, you know, just nonsense. Um, so I've watched some of their builds. I've seen other people speak on them as well. And it's not just Trash Performance, obviously. I think it's like 18 people that received the invitation. Um, what the Drag Specialties King of the Baggers is, is a open invitational from Moto America to these other performance companies send them the invitation and they build a performance bagger now these remember in the last episode I described exactly what a bagger was a big tanking ass motorcycle <laughs> with some bags on the sides on the back sides and uh, just one second I'm talking with so much vigor my mouth getting dry <laughs> but um I honestly cannot wait to see this shit because I've, in my experience, I've seen, I've seen like Dyna Bros, Bagger Bros, stuff like that. Those guys being hooligans, not hooligans, I should say hooligans. Nah, hooligans, being hooligans and uh, doing, you know, stunts and stuff on these bikes, wheelies. Uh, that's about all I've seen, honestly. Wheelies, some drifting, um, some donuts. 
nothing crazy. But like to go knee down and all this stuff and race these shits like they're actually super bikes. That's something I don't see all the time. And that's something that I really want to see. So if you want to see that it's not the bike, it's the rider. If you want full proof of that, check into this shit when it comes out when at the next event whatever you might have to get like the track pass or something like that to watch it on uh on whatever tv or whatever but um i think it might be on fs1 too it might be or it might not i don't know but just head over to moto america you'll find all the details on it like motoamerica.com or whatever Yeesh, sorry i hit my mic um but that's where they're that's that's what i'm hyped for i can't wait to see that shit. i want to see these bikes go down and slide incurred and all of that and obviously these are high performance and they're custom built and all that stuff but i want to know what happens to those bikes after like do they go for do, do they go up for sale or can they be give can they be given away <laughs> i bet you that'll bring so many fans <laughs> but like, hey whatever the winning bike is going up on auction or whatever the winning or whatever after the end of the race these bikes are being I doubt if they'll be giving away these companies invested wild money so they're obviously gonna be something but I'm sure like like if they were to add some something like that like one of those bikes get given away to some lucky person uh <laughs> best believe I'm gonna be there if I gotta if I gotta put in my if I gotta be there to put in the entry bro catch me on a flight <laughs> or I'll drive down there something <laughs> But definitely check into that drag specialties, King of the Baggers, when it actually comes into fruition, or I guess when the actual race, um, when the actual thing, event happens. There you go. Boom. Um, now, I am in the like last couple stages of this episode. Like I said, uh, everybody ain't got the time to be sitting here for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Uh... That's something that I personally personally don't like listening to. Yeah, I might go back and do it if I actually had like a guest or something like that. But if I don't, I try to keep it within that 45 minute to 50 minute range, 55 minute range. Try to keep it under an hour, um, but try to keep it a decent length. Anyway, I'm just going to go over a quick thing on my content. Motovlogging. Yeah, I'm about to try and do that. <laughs> Um, I'm not actually going to try. I am definitely going to do it. I just uh, purchased all the necessary gear. However, I do live up north. So right now it is October. It is getting very fucking cold. So riding season might be ending. But if you're a true believer, riding season never ends. Obviously, when the conditions don't don't allow it. Yeah, I'm not going to ride. But if I can, I will. Um you know get some heated gear whatever the case and uh go that route um so i will definitely be doing that so head on over to youtube.com slash tyreek waldron there you're gonna find these videos coming very very soon and by very very soon i mean like in the next week to next two weeks i will be shouting this stuff out on my instagram i will be shouting this stuff out on uh twitter at the big ticket 07 go follow me or just go check the page out something that's where you will find the updates on this content. So I definitely recommend that you go there and also subscribe to my YouTube channel simply because of the fact of that's where this stuff is going to be uploaded. So if you want to get that high end or at least my brand new level of content, head on over 
to youtube.com slash Wardron and definitely subscribe. Now I will be actually doing a full video on a style of content that I'll be doing, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm still debating on whether or not that's actually something to do or should I just start up on a motor vlog right away. Um, so definitely just check into my uh, social medias. That's where you'll find all the updates and stuff like that on these on the motor vlog shit that I'm about to start doing. I'm adding way more content to the to the channel, baby. The channel is meant for motorsports, sim racing, um, motor vlogs now, and of course, my podcast. So, welcome to the channel. If you're watching, subscribe. Uh, last thing, possible name change. Now, I'm going to keep this quick. I have thought about possibly changing the name of the show simply because obviously it was let's talk cars and now it's let's talk motorsports but i never really looked up let's talk motorsports before um obviously i am let's talk like I'm, i fully am the only let's talk motorsports but there is a other show called let's talk motorsport um or whatever the fuck they do um this isn't me shouting them out or nothing like that but uh I just want to, I'm just trying to figure out if I should change the name of the show to kind of step away from that similarity. Um, I don't know yet. I'm still debating. Uh, if you made it this far in the actual podcast episode, head on over to my socials, head on over to YouTube, whatever, comment, um, leave a message or something. And let me know, man, what you think I should actually do. You know, um, let me know if there's some ideas that you have. I'm trying to come up with a name, but it's difficult because I have other stuff on my mind. <laughs> anyway, on the last episode, I talked about inclusion. Hold on, let me just uh, let me wet the palate. <laughs> Shit, I'm thirsty as hell. But on the last episode, I talked about inclusion. And I uh, also talked about why more companies should be including diversity. <laughs> but now it's going to be a little bit more personal of why is inclusion important to me. I have some questions and stuff laid out for myself. So you might hear me re, uh, restate them, basically. So why is, inclusion why, blah, blah, blah. why is inclusion important to me? Simply because, for one... Not a lot of people that that are like me are included in certain um, motorsports, basically. Yes, we are like, it's not like we're like not allowed or nothing like that. It's just the fact that most people are not, I don't want to say interested, but they don't think that that's where they belong. They don't see that type of representation. Okay, diversity is important to me because of the fact that I want to see representation. I want to see different cultures come together. These The, the motorsports industry um, goes out to various diversities, people of various backgrounds. So I feel as though people of various diversities, Jesus, people, yeah, people of various diversities and various backgrounds should be represented in these kind of stuff obviously there's you know the uh, there's a uh, hispanic stuff that's on there um you know like in formula one and stuff like that there's different some sometimes there are eras of cultures being represented and there are you know different styles um being pushed through 
I like, um, you know, Bubba Wallace in NASCAR, Lewis Hamilton in Formula One. Uh, then you have people like Sergio Perez in Formula One as well. He's, I believe he's Mexican. I believe. Um, and those kind of people that are actually showcasing that. But I want to see way more. I just want to see way more. Um, now, how do we improve diversity companies? Start with these programs that you have. You know, me, I just finished doing my AMA membership stuff. And I will be actually purchasing a bike later on. Not... Well, yeah, I will be purchasing a actual bike that I plan on using specifically for just track um, and, you know, obviously honing skills and doing whatever is necessary. I'm going to be basically amateur, but I will be setting up GoPros and all that stuff to document the entire process and the entire uh, field of and journey that I would be going through. Not 100% sure when that's going to happen, but it's going to happen. I'm speaking it into existence now. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where you'll find it. Um, but different programs that allow or different programs that are in different areas that'll get that notoriety up in the, in the various cultures. Okay? I feel as though that needs to be something. Advertisements for these programs. Advertisements for these races. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see these types of shits on TV and all like that. Obviously, a lot of people ain't watching TV anymore. But I don't know if you guys are necessarily pushing that social media marketing the way that you should. But y'all got the teams and all that stuff. And finally, representation. Get some people that look like people that are interested and actually value the motorsports to talk about it, to participate in it. <laughs> And to have fun with it. And last but not least, another way to improve is for any listeners of various cultures who have ever in their life been interested in motorsports ever. Check into it. Like. Fill the ranks. Apply for jobs. All these things you can do to become or to not not become not become to be able to fill that lost space of diversity in motorsports me i've applied to about i've applied to a good bit of places and this i'm talking about recently okay i'm talking about like very recent because i'm trying now to get into the media aspect of the of the motorsports world i mean yes i, I want to actually drive some of these cars and and do those things but Media, videography, creation, that's where I'm at right now. Um, as time goes by, I'll probably end up, you know, trying to use my stain, <laughs> trying to use whatever reputation I have to actually get behind the wheel of something uh, and actually ride something. But until that time happens, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. So go out there, find that interest, find these programs. Uh, I'm I want to make a freaking I want to make a video specifically designated to just these programs that are actually available that you can find and these actual companies that you can find and fill out memberships for and and, and participate in and once you have the necessary tools that you can actually execute a a, a, a a career in motorsports and stuff like that 
when I actually have all the pieces to that, there will be an entire, there will be a full video dedicated specifically to just that at youtube.com slash Tyree Portion. <laughs> I shouted that shit out so many times this episode. Ah, oh, man, wonderful. Um, but that's it, man. That's it for the show. That's it for me. That's it for all this here. Oh, wait, actually. I'm setting up my uh, my regular helmet right here. I'm setting it up for my motor vlog stuff. Now, I just have a couple of questions. Well, not a couple of questions. I just have a couple of things to, that I should point out. I'm trying to figure out if I should put it here or I should put it in the front. Obviously, I feel as I should put it in the front, but I got to get like specific mounts and stuff like that. I just have this stuff and a microphone for the most part. But when I get that stuff, the view will change. Y'all will see that just to show you that I actually am fully invested in this. Where is the GoPro? Oh, it's in the same spot. Just to show you that I am really invested in this and I will be doing it. Motor vlog videos coming soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, motor vlog videos definitely coming soon. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is the best way to support the show. That is the best way to support me, I guess, in, in this endeavor. So, this has been Let's Talk Motorsports. I am your, well, with your host, The Big Ticket 07, or The Big Ticket, aka Tyreek Waldron. That's moi. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, head on over to youtube.com slash Tyreek Waldron. That's T-A-R-I-G-W-A-L-D-R-O-N. If you enjoyed, leave a like. Leave a comment. If you didn't enjoy, leave a comment still. Tell me why. What can I improve on? If you want to talk to me at all, or if you want to see updates on the motorsports world, or updates on the show, or updates on anything I have going on, head on over to my social medias. And if uh, you want to find the links, if you head on over to my social media, it's in my bios. If you are on the YouTube, link in the description. And if you are listening to the podcast, links will also be in the description. Copy and then paste. Peace. Peace.